you have survived 100% of the really, really tough, hard, difficult, annoying days in the past, which means that if they keep coming at you, and I hate to be the one to tell you this, but they will, that you can handle those too. Hey, hurdlers, Emily Abadi here. You are listening to another installment of a Hurdle Moment from Hurdle. What's going on, everyone? It is Tuesday as I'm recording this. And I am feeling oddly at peace <laughs> with just the state of where I'm at right now in that... I am in the middle of a buildup for marathon training and a little new development for all of you. Last week, I agreed to a bib opportunity of sorts, we'll call it, uh, to run the New York Marathon with my friends at Strava. So super excited about this. That means that as of now, I've got two 26.2 mile races on deck for the fall. First comes London on October 3rd, and then comes New York on November 7th. Kind of sitting here praying that all just goes smoothly with London. But as we all know, over the last 14, 16, 18 months of our lives, there have been a lot of things that have been very unpredictable. So I am just kind of doing the best I can with what I have and going along with a training program as though I am running London and then I will make some modifications and do a little more running <laughs> in between London and New York and that's it. Anyway, uh, all of this rambling because today's installment of Hurdle Moment, I am bringing you the biggest lessons that I have learned in training for to date nine marathons, but come November 7th, 11 total marathons, which just blows my mind every time I say it out loud. Uh, as many of you who are listening to this show know that whether you are a marathoner or not, the lessons that we learn on the move can be just so applicable to so many different aspects of our lives. And I can say that without a doubt, uh, believing in myself to start off and run that first half mile so many years ago and then follow through and continue to lace up and believe that I had more in the tank and more to give, that experience has forever made me a better human being. It's empowered me in just every every single way and it's something that I'm eternally grateful for. So whether or not you wanna run, whether or not running's your thing, it doesn't matter. Today's episode, I promise, is applicable to you. I'm so grateful for your time and your ears and that you're a part of my community. Uh, I threw this kind of shout out into the wind last week, but uh, for many, many reasons, I would love it right now if you, while listening to this episode, wouldn't mind rating and reviewing the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's super important for Hurdle to you know get on the charts and to get noticed and for more people to find the show and become part of our community, which is really, really special. If you're not following along with Hurdle on social yet, it's over at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily Abadi. And with that, let's get to hurdling. 
I was sitting here trying to think about where I was in my life <laughs> when uh, when I decided to run my first full marathon. And actually, it was... I did it in 2013. My first full marathon was the Hartford Marathon. And the year before I had moved to New York City, I remember like the staple run of that training cycle would be this four mile kind of out and back that I would do from my second ever apartment, actually. Uh, some complications with the first one. <laughs> and it would take me from my apartment up to the entrance of Central Park on the east side at what is called Engineer's Gate at 90th Street. And then I would run back home. When I trained for that marathon, I basically just did one type of running and that was base mileage running. So there was no such thing as like a tempo workout for me or a interval workout or whatever, like all I would do is just like go out and run and not think about pace. And then on the weekends, I would run long and I followed like a Hal Higdon plan from the internet. For those of you who don't know who Hal Higdon is, he is an American writer and runner. He's the author of a hell of a lot of books. And if you Google marathon training plan, his are probably (laughs) the first ones to pop up. I digress. Uh, none of this really has to do with lessons that I necessarily have learned in my training in the sense that the lessons that I want to bring to you today can be, as I referenced in the intro, kind of more applicable to life as a whole. But it is interesting for me to reflect and think about where I am now versus where I was then and how I mean, I was just trying to do some quick math, but math isn't always my strong suit. I ran my first marathon in 2013. It's 2021, which means that it's been eight years and uh, a lot can happen in eight years. I am a completely different person now. I've learned a hell of a lot in my life, not just from running, but large in part because of running. Running kind of opened the door for me in my journey of, you know, personal development and uh, every way from, you know, my career to my personal life. It's just been such an unlock for me to really value me and my potential and what I have to offer. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Okay. So now that I've kind of rambled on for a little bit, I want to talk to you about the lessons that my training has taught me. First of all, patience is a must. If you're like me right now, you are going out on the regular uh, and training for a marathon. And this can be really frustrating because there are good days and there are bad days. And especially in the summer when it is muggy as all hell, we often feel as though the bad days are constant and persistent and like they're never going to end, right? The thing is, is that every year when I find myself, you know, gearing up for another marathon, because maybe I'm a little bit of a masochist, I remember and remind myself that these frustrating stretches of days in the training come. And every single time when I get to the marathon, I see that hard work pay off. And I don't want to insinuate that hard work paying off is necessarily getting a faster time while you're out there running. But it's just the fact that you can toe the line and show up and do it. That's your hard work paying off, right? The hard work 
is in the process. It's showing up day in and day out when the runs feel difficult, when the days feel hard. And again, I mean, talking about a life practical application scenario here, how important is it that as the hurdle moments happen in our lives and the tough days may feel as though they're super persistent, that we keep showing up because here's the deal. You have survived 100% of the really, really tough, hard, difficult, annoying days in the past, which means that if they keep coming at you, and I hate to be the one to tell you this, but they will, that you can handle those too. So lesson number one in training, patience is key. Trust the process and keep hurdling, you know. Lesson number two, there is always going to be someone that is faster or better or, God, stronger than you. Maybe not if you're like the world's fastest man, like I recently spoke with Usain Bolt for GQ. But here's the deal. You have to run your own race again, while you're actually running, while you're not actually running. You are the only person that is on your journey and you are the author of your own story. So if you're spending all of your time worrying and comparing yourself to other people, whether you know them IRL or if this is like a social media thing, then you're wasting your time. You have to take charge. You have to focus on you. And sometimes I get it. That can feel a little bit selfish, right? It's hard. I'm certainly someone who identifies as a giver, just like I identify as a runner. It can be hard to be quote unquote selfish or feel like you're being selfish by taking the time to focus on yourself. But I think it was Tunde Oyenane who said this on the show, self care isn't selfish. In fact, self-care is what empowers you to show up day in and day out, not only for yourself, but for the people you care about. And that is so, so, so important. Taking a break from today's episode to talk to you about my sponsor at Element. Element is an electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. It's got no sugar, no artificial ingredients, no fillers. And right now, especially in the summer, I cannot hype this stuff up enough because proper hydration is critical for optimizing mental and physical performance. And hydration is not just about drinking enough water. To stay properly hydrated, you need to consume adequate electrolytes. They help your nerve impulses fire. They help regulate fluid balance. And plus, they also help produce energy and support strong bones. When we sweat, replacing lost sodium is essential to feeling and performing your best. And for me, this is where Element comes in the clutch. It is my favorite to bring with me on long bike rides. I just tackled one last week that was super gnarly and made me feel like a total beginner again. 
and they have so many great flavors. I'm huge on their newest one, their watermelon salt, but they've also got tastes for every style from raspberry to orange, raw, unflavored citrus, so many options. Now, of course, I have an awesome opportunity for you. It's a no brainer. Head on over to drinkelement.com. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash hurdle to get a free element sample pack, including two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored. You only pay $5 for shipping. And this is only for Hurdle listeners. To get it today, make sure to head over to this URL, no code necessary. It is drinkelement.com, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash Hurdle. Lesson number three, if I can do X, then I will be able to do Y. Let me explain. How many times have I been out there in my training on one of those awful hot days that I referenced before, and I just told myself, I broke it up into smaller little doables. I thought to myself, all right, if you can just make it for the next 10 minutes, all right, if you can just make it for the next one mile, all right, if you can just make it for the next, you get the idea. These moments where we kind of like bargain with ourselves, they are a reminder of our own tenacity. They are a reminder what happens when you find that self-belief. In Carly Lloyd's episode and everything I mentioned in this on the hurdle front, so to speak, I'll make sure to throw into the show notes so you guys can click and check them out easily. But Carly Lloyd said it best, like self-belief is your North Star. And if you don't have self-belief, if you don't believe firmly in what you are capable of, then you cannot expect others to get on board. So if I can make it through X, then I can get to Y. Again, that idea, you have navigated all the hard days up until now, and you can continue to navigate them going forward. So believe that with every step forward, and notice I said forward because every day, is a step in the right direction. Trust that you can show up and keep persisting. Lesson number four, there's nothing more valuable than finding your right fit. End, period, done. And what I mean by this is your own fit in the clothing that you like to wear, your own fit in what nutrition you like to use on the run. By finding these, like as I like to refer to them, Goldilocks parts of my routine, it empowers me to show up better and do what I love to do. So in a real life application here, finding your right fit could be surrounding yourself with the right people or perhaps finding a way to make your passion your work. And I have a hurdle session on this, which I'll link in the show notes. But when you take the time to find the right stuff, to invest in yourself, to sort out all the kinks, so to speak, then it's going to make your day-to-day a little more seamless and a little easier. For me, I'm a morning workout person and I have, for example, narrowed down exactly what shorts I like to run in, exactly what sports bras I like to run in, exactly what sneakers I'll use for a base workout versus a tempo workout versus a God interval workout. So I know what to reach for. So those mornings feel a little less daunting. So investing in yourself and finding the right fit 
can make all of the difference because it makes it easier for you to show up, for you to do what you want to do, and for you to excel in what you want to do. And the last lesson I'm going to throw into the mix here today, remember to celebrate your small wins. If you don't take a moment to celebrate you, then you're missing the point, right? If you're continually pushing and pushing and pushing and don't take a moment to recognize your hard work, then you're going to get a little bit lost. You owe it to yourself when you're putting in effort to something to be proud of you because that moment where you kind of take a step back and you pat yourself on the back that's what it's about, right? You are learning during the journey. And if you're only celebrating at that finish line, then especially, I mean, my marathoners can relate, you're missing the point. Do it on your own. Do it with a friend. Do it with your family. Do it over Zoom. Do it at a bar, wherever you do it, right? Be proud of you. And it can be for anything. It can be for the fact that you got out of bed or perhaps you put on real clothes for the day, hard pants. Find the gratitude in the smaller moments and you'll find more appreciation for your entire life. These are just five of the lessons that I've learned over my marathon training for nine and soon to be 10 and 11 marathons. But trust me, endless, endless lessons I've learned on the run. And I feel eternally grateful that I have the opportunity to share them with all of you. If you have any questions about running, about marathoning, the perfect place for you to ask me them is by leaving me a voice message. You can do that by clicking the link to the show notes. There's a link right there that says, leave me a voice message. It'll take you just a few seconds. And I promise you, your question will get answered on an upcoming episode of Hurdle. That's it for this week. Make sure you're following along on social at Hurdle Podcast, at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.